Entrepreneurs are everywhere in this day and age. People go job to job not knowing what path in life they want to take. The definition of an entrepreneur is a person who organizes and operates a business or businesses, taking on greater than normal financial risks in order to do so. Entrepreneurs are everywhere and are everyone. Statistics show that in 2016 alone, there were 25 million Americans who started or already were running their own business or businesses. 60% of people who start small businesses are between the ages 40 and 60. And just alone, there are 582 million entrepreneurs in the world. But it's not all good. 22.5% of small businesses fail within the first year. People all over the world think that owning a business gives them a sense of ownership. People that like to take control of their own lives or even like to take their lives into their own hands, like owning a business. People like being their own boss. One person very close to me has a lot of personal experience on this topic. Here is a podcast between my mom and I. See, as you can see here, time is a very big and effective thing with people who work jobs. Families are an important factor to everyone. And being your own boss allows you to manage your hours. You choose your times. You choose when you want to be with your family or not. And that's one of the perks about being your own boss. As my mom explains here, she didn't have all that time. So, she made it by making her own business so that she could have time for her kids and her family. Okay, why did you choose to start your own business? Well, I was working for somebody else and I wasn't as happy as I could be. And uh, my husband and I were going to start thinking about a family and planning for a family. And we thought that me starting my own business would work well with having young children and being home but still being able to work. Um, and uh, was just getting frustrated with working for somebody else and thought I could do this on my own and do a good job and serve the people that I want to serve and not who I'm told to serve. So I could pick my own clients and what kind of work I want to do and, and pick my own hours and do my own thing uh, when I wanted to do it. So, so I like the flexibility and the thought of being able to have more control over my time and then being able to spend time with uh, my kids. Now, didn't you work at home for a while before? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I worked at home for about seven years. I had an office in the house and uh, I was able to um, take, uh, you know, take time away from the work to do stuff around the house and then, um, you know, take time out of the house and do some work um, and then being able to take... Uh, take you and Josh to different things. So you were able to be more flexible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if uh, we wanted to go to the zoo or there was a, 
uh, something for school or some kind of sports thing. I could rearrange my schedule and be able to get the make sure I got the work done before uh, being able to, to say, okay, let's go here, let's go there, and um, and uh, and just uh, be able to just make my schedule the way um, it was it was gonna go um, to be able to fit things in and stuff like that. Now, why was it different from? Or how was it different from having people come to the house rather than uh, people go to your business, which was another place? So after seven years, um, I was seven years in the house and then I now have an office outside of the house. So the difference was I needed help, first of all. So I couldn't have people helping me in the office at home because we didn't have the room. So in order to do that, I needed to find some place that would give me room to have other people. Um, the other thing I found is after being in the house, um, even though I did have the flexibility to be able to do things around the house and then do work, I found that it was all the time I was either working or uh, doing stuff around the house. There was no separation. There was no break from either one because I would either be doing uh, say doing the dishes or doing the laundry and then I thought oh I should be sending this email or I should work on this and then I go into my office at home and all of a sudden I think oh I got to get the mail or oh I got to you know make a phone call that's a personal phone call so it was it got to the point where it was it was too hard to separate and I was doing I was working in the house and on my in my work all the time and so in order to first off have a better separation of personal and business life and to be able to get people to come help me do the work, it was time to, uh, to move out of the house and go to an office. But the office that I have is three minutes away from home. So if I need to either come home quickly or go to school to pick uh, you, mm -hmm. know, you or Josh up or um, you know, pick up after practice or run to the store real quick. It, it, everything is very close. So I, I didn't find that that was, uh, that it, it worked out that it was super close to the house. Um, I was still able to get the things I needed to get done personally while still being able to be at the office. So what's nice now while I have the office is that I can go to work, I can get my work done and then leave the office and feel that, okay, well I did my work I could always do work at home because I have a computer at home, but it's much easier to say, well, no, now I got to come home and I've got to, you know, cook dinner or check the mail or do a load of laundry or do, do housework or whatever I need to do. And I don't feel as guilty as, you know, where uh, before it was, I was constantly doing work or, or home stuff. And, and by having the office, it kind of separated that mm -hmm. a little bit. So now I have more of a, um, more of a, uh, delineation between my time and so it, it uh, yeah so I did that for about seven years and now I'm going into my eighth year being um, in my office so total I've been um, going into my 15th year on my own oh, okay um, are you passionate about the work you do yes I actually do love what I do um, it's something that people have to do but they don't like it or they aren't good at it and they don't want to learn it because it's it's it can be complicated so uh so i really enjoy doing something that i know and i like and i understand 
for people that maybe they don't and they and then I see that gratitude and that gratification of you know I was able to um, to to uh, you know do something for people that um, that I like I said I have that expertise and I can mm -hmm. give that to my clients and then they're happy and they feel like I've, I've helped them get something done that uh, that can be hard or you know that they don't like so do, you so. took something you're good at and made it to a job mm-hmm yeah so I, I when I first started I love math I love numbers and then I just had a knack for um, for doing this type of work and then being able to work with the numbers and understand how the numbers all work to be able to do the actual tax returns or accounting and then help others somewhat understand a little bit better but be able to be uh, be there as an advisor to answer questions when they don't understand and I can give it to them in a way that they can't understand, you know, in English and not such a high level where they don't understand what I'm saying. So, right. so yeah. Right. Uh, what are your clients like? Because I know they can be, they can range from being really good or a pain and also do they ever frustrate you to the point where you don't want to work for them and you don't want them as clients anymore? Um, so yes, the clients, uh, there is a range. So there's clients that I love to work with. They um, truly uh, are grateful for what I do. Um, they're willing to pay me for my time and for the expertise that I have and for the work that I perform. Um, they, they work well. We have a good relationship. Uh, a lot of times we can actually be friends um, and, and I get to know them and their families and say if they have a business, I get to know how their business is doing. So it's really, it's really nice to have clients like that. And then yes, there are clients that um, can definitely frustrate me. They, uh, they either question what I do, they, don't, they didn't like the answer that I gave them. Um, you know, good or bad news, it is what it is and sometimes they don't like that. Um, so, sometimes they have expectations maybe that they think I should be doing something and maybe I'm not meeting those ex expectations. Um, but I think they, uh, a lot of times too, they can, they can say that the work that I'm doing and the, and the amount that I charge for that work is not worth it. You know, mm -hmm. um, anybody can do what I do. Um, and, and so there is a point where I say, you know, it, it's, it, it's fine. Maybe this, this isn't the right relationship for you. Um, and get to the point to say, well, you know what, maybe we can, I can find somebody else to help you do this for you mm -hmm. because if we're not working well together, you know, you still need to get this work done. Maybe I'm not the right person for you, but yeah, there's, you know, there, everybody's got different personalities, different things that they're looking for. And, um, you know, I've lost clients along the way which is fine, you know, we worked together for so many years or for one year or whatever the time may be and they might want somebody different or somebody else. They might not like my style, they mm -hmm. might not like, you know, how I do things and that's fine. You know, there's new clients that I meet every day and, and uh, I try to build relationships with them and see if it'll work. Um, but yeah, there have been a few though that you do get to the point where you think, you know what, this isn't worth it. It's mm -hmm. not worth my frustration. Right. And you know, I've got clients that will treat me well. I don't need clients that don't treat me well and don't appreciate what I do for them. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that brings me to my next question. How do you think, oh wait, I'm actually gonna go down to this question. Um, are there any are there any possible things you could do or things that you already do that give you an advantage over other companies? Um, well, I'm not the most expensive, if that's something that people are looking for. I'm not the cheapest, you know, but um, I feel that I'm available as much as I can be. 
Um, I try to do things um, where people can get a hold of me in different ways, say by phone or for by email or by text. Um, I, uh, you know, I try my best to get things done as quickly as I can. Um, I do look at everything that goes out the door before it goes to my clients. Um, you know, there I do have staff that help me, but I double check all of their work to ensure that the accuracy is there, that things that they may not know, um, but I have the knowledge just because I have the experience in the years with, with a certain client, um, and, and I make sure that that's getting taken into account. I try to be as, as accurate as I can and get to the bottom of different questions and things like that. Mm -hmm. so, so I really try my hardest not to just simply take what a client gives me and just simply you know throw it into tax return without asking any questions and, and, mm -hmm. and asking, well, why does this look like this and what is, you know, what is this? Um, and, and I also do try and do a lot more planning with clients too. Mm -hmm. It's not just do the tax return and get that job done, but okay, this is what it was like last year. What does it look like this year? And you know, what can we do to, to make it different, to help you along, to save some taxes next year? So we try and do a little bit of planning to learn from the year before. Okay, this is what happened last year. What can we do this year that's different? So, so that's how I. Try. So it's all a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so I try and teach my clients a little bit. They don't have to be experts at it, but at least to kind of think about and and at least mention things along the way. And maybe they don't remember, but they can say, you know what? I remember you saying something about this, and what was that again? And we can have good conversations um, so that they can. Uh, you know, work on their business or their personal life to say, okay, I want to save taxes or I want to do this with my business. Okay, well, what do we need to do to get there? So I try and be, you know, be there to be their advisor and their mm -hmm. and, and assist them throughout that uh, throughout that journey. Right. So. Where do you uh, foresee your business going in future years? Um, well, it's you know, I've been in business now. I said going 15 years. I don't think uh, you know I'm going to do this forever. Um, I'd like to just kind of keep going. I was in a growth mode for a while. Um, now I want to kind of keep steady because I find that, um, you know, I work a lot and I'd like to not work as much. Mm -hmm. I'd like to have, uh, you know, the clients remaining that are good clients and treat me well and I treat them well. So I kind of see myself uh, kind of going even keel now, trying to keep clients around the same number, maybe even a little less, but maybe better clients or, um, you know, doing more for the clients that I currently have. And then kind of slowly, uh, maybe kind of reducing the number of clients, not to, you know, uh, to zero, but mm -hmm. just a little bit, you know, for the next several years. And then eventually um, I'll sell the business. Um, I don't know if it'll be just to an employee that I have or to another company. Um, and then uh, and then just uh, just retire and enjoy my life after after you know after so many more years. I I don't know how many years I'll be doing this. You know, it's uh, it's it's you know getting older and, and taking toll on me. Uh, you know, physically and Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, sitting at a desk all day for hours and hours on end is, you know, it, it takes a toll on your body and the stress level because of deadlines, you know, it's very mm -hmm. stressful to make sure that you get everything done on time. Um, it takes a lot out of you and, you know, it eventually, um, you know, I don't see myself doing this until I'm old and gray, but you know, for the next say 10, 15 years, maybe. And then we'll see, you know, what happens. I don't know if, you know, something will happen along the way, but, um, you know, trying to keep it open. But, uh, but eventually I'm kind of maybe halfway through trying to, you know, get to retirement. So we'll see. We'll see what happens.
whether I sell or just, uh, you know, like I said, sell to maybe somebody that's working for me or somebody else outside of the, of the firm. Right. And you said sell it. So, uh, and to like an employee or something, are there mm-hmm. any like processes, are there any like specific processes of choosing specific employees to work for you? Well, yes, the, the type of work that I do is different in a lot of ways. Um, we are very seasonal. So January through April is our busiest time of the year. Our second busiest time is August, September, October, uh, at the end of uh, the summer and going into the fall. Um, and then it's busy for the most part, you know, beginning of the summer, it slows down summertime and then it slows down, uh, end of the year for a lot of my employees. So I need to find somebody that's willing to do uh, more of a flexible schedule, work a lot more in certain times of the year and then a lot less or not at all during other times of the year. Um, so, and I need, uh, I need people that can, um, that can take the work and get it done without a lot of uh, hand-holding um, because I just don't have the time enough to, to spend hours and hours and hours. You know, I, I, can, I can spend some time and I do have other people that help train or answer questions um, if there's staff that maybe don't understand uh, what's going on. But um, definitely in, as some kind of a knowledge in tax preparation or the tax rules or accounting, um, definitely helps, you know, because that way then at least I'm starting with something versus mm-hmm. having a brand new person that's never done anything, then I'm starting from zero. Um, but somebody that has some ex- experience doing the type of work and then from there they just have to learn the way I like things and the way I like my work papers and what, you know, how our processes mm-hmm. are because everybody does things a little bit differently. So as long as you have the basic knowledge, it, it makes it a lot easier to then just um, train somebody to do it the way I like to see things mm-hmm. and, and notes and different stuff like that. So um, we do have a, a, a person that um, helps. She's a human resources consultant. So she helps get resumes and um, do phone interviews. And then once she feels that maybe it's a good fit, she'll then tell me and then I will actually have an in-person interview to see if that person um, primarily is a good fit personality wise. Mm-hmm as well as having some kind of experience in the work, um, you know, that we do. So we've hired, you know, I've hired several different people. Some have worked and some have not. So, um, you know, we, you know, our, the people that work for me, you know, we work as a team. So it doesn't, we don't have titles and we don't have a lot of, well, you do that and I do this and I don't, I can't help you with that. It's more of, you know, here's all the work, you know, who can help, you know? And so a lot of it is a lot of more team, like, well, I can help you do this and somebody else can help do that. And so eventually it all gets done. And that's really the the goal is we have all this work and it all has to get done. I don't care who does it, you know, just let's, let's try and make it work and make it happen. So, so we try and get people that have the same or similar personalities where they can work together, whether they are, you know, highly experienced doesn't necessarily mean that they're better at getting along with everybody that's currently there. Right. So they all go through your consultant, no matter. Yes. Yes. Because I, uh, I don't have the time to go through resumes and things like that. So she, what she does is she saves me the time of doing a lot of looking through the resumes mm-hmm. and doing the initial search. Then her second step is if she thinks that that this person might be a good candidate, then she'll actually do a phone interview. So at that point, if she then thinks that this person would be a good candidate to come in and talk to, then I can get involved. So she does a lot of the work ahead of time. 
so that um, it saves me the time to have to do all of that and do a lot of the going through and doing phone calls and things like that. So, um, and she's, that's her expertise as human resources. Mm -hmm. So she knows the questions to ask and the things to look for. Um, and then from there, once she's satisfied that this might be a good person, then I know, okay, at least they have this basic, right. you know, level of either knowledge or um, they, they could be a good fit. And then I can do the, the mm -hmm. initial in-person interview after that to figure out. Are there okay. any like requirements that have to be like done or else you won't take them? Well, we were originally thinking that we wanted um, candidates with uh, CPAs being a certified public accountant and with so many years experience. Um, now we're finding that we don't necessarily need that. Um, experience is definitely a plus because mm -hmm. then at least I can, I can know that this person is at least familiar Right, with, and they have backgrounds. So yeah, right. yeah, they have, you know, they've seen a tax return. They've seen a profit and loss statement or a balance sheet. They've seen all of these things. So coming to me, then I can take that experience and go, okay, this is what you know. This is what we do. This is how we look at things. And these are the questions that we ask clients and, and things like that. So we try and get somebody with experience um, just to make it a little bit easier for when the work comes in. We're not starting from zero. Right. We got a little bit of a basic background. Right. Um, what would you do if you didn't own your own business? Oh, I don't, oh that's a good question. It's been, it's been so long, I don't know anything else, really. Um, I, don't, I, I don't think, now that I've worked on my own, I don't think I could work for anybody else. Mm -hmm. Because I think I've spoiled myself to the point that, you know, I can come and go as I please. Mm -hmm. I can, you know do whatever work I want to do. If I don't want to take certain work on, I don't have to do it. To work for somebody else, you have to basically follow their instructions and you work on the things that they want you to work on. Work from this time to this time, you know, and if right. you need to take a break or need to leave early or anything like that, you got to ask permission and that might be a problem. You got to like totally change your mindset. Mm -hmm. it's, a totally, it's a totally different mindset from working for somebody and then working on your own. And... Um, and it's, it's just completely different because you are truly your own boss and you run your business the way you want to mm -hmm. run it. And you don't have to do what other people are telling you to do. So I think, you know, I, I worked for somebody else and it was fine. But now that I've worked for myself, I don't know if I would be able to work, go back and work for somebody else. I think I might maybe do my own business or maybe, uh, you know, uh, do something like volunteering or something other than actually going back and working for somebody else. Um, I think I would just, you know, do as many more years as I could until retirement and then maybe just pick up a couple of different hobbies or, um, like I said, volunteer, there's plenty of volunteer opportunities that I currently do that mm -hmm. I could continue to do and then do more of. Um, but I don't know if I could work for somebody else unless it was some easy little job, like, you know, um, you know, working at Starbucks right, or, like, or a some, like a little yeah, side yeah. job for a few hours mm -hmm. uh, a week. But, uh. But I don't know. It would be very interesting to see how I would uh, be able to uh, to work in that environment. So, so yeah. Right. Now, for <laughs> people like starting up to grow their own business, do you mm -hmm. have any like uh, uh, tips to give them? Um, well, I would definitely do something that you like to do, but understand that having your own business means yes you will get to do the thing that you like but you also have to understand that you are the receptionist and the office manager and the marketing director and the human resources director and you are all of these things because you are it 
when you go when you work for somebody else they have you know a computer department and an IT department and a marketing department and the the person answering the phone and the person opening the mail so they have all these right. people but when you have your own business you are it unless you hire all these people but when you start your own business you don't have a lot of money you know to to hire 10 different people to do all of these things so you have to understand that um that when you start your own business, obviously find something that you really like to do, but know that it's going to be a lot of work and you will be working a lot, even though you mm -hmm. won't be maybe in the office or in the warehouse or at the shop, you will be, um, you will be constantly thinking about your business. Too. Right. So all the time and effort has to go through, <coughs> you have to be able to put that in. You have to be able to put that in and think ahead and think of all the things, not just I got to get the work done for mm -hmm. this client, but, oh, I have to make sure I get my website ready or I have to do this email or I have to open up the mail or I have to make mm -hmm. the bank deposit. There's all the administrative stuff that goes along with that. So, um, you know, I, I always encourage people to start their own business because it, it is an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. It is. It's truly to have something of your own that you're building and nobody can take that away. Mm -hmm. Um, is a great feeling and 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 you will be very much rewarded but it's a lot of hard work right. and it's constant it's literally 24 7 you will be working the business some one way or the other either you're working on the actual work that you have to do or you're thinking of an email or you're thinking of a marketing plan or you're thinking of your website or you're thinking of social media you're thinking of all of these things all the time right. but again it, it's very rewarding to be your own boss right now, being your own boss, is there anything you regret throughout your whole journey? I regret probably not doing it sooner. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you know, I worked for other people, a couple different uh, companies, and um, you know, maybe staying at my last job just a little bit too longer, too much, too too long. Um, mm -hmm. But. Uh, you know, I'm a believer that things happen for a reason and, and, you know, the doors open at the time that they're supposed to open. So I think I needed to go through all of what I had gone through with my old jobs to then I will be better at doing my own business. So um, there's no real regrets. I know, of course, you make mistakes along the way. You know, I've hired people that I probably shouldn't have hired, but right. they're gone now. Um, I've maybe paid for advertising that I probably shouldn't have but mm -hmm. didn't really know so you try it and you think well maybe this will be a good thing um and maybe it wasn't as good of a thing as you thought it was going to be um but you have to make mistakes you're not going to know whether it's going to work or not unless you try it so as long as you learn from mm -hmm. that you know if you try you know advertising in this uh you know newspaper let's say well if it didn't work you're not going to do it again right. so you live and learn um but not really too many big regrets. Nothing. So it's all experience. It's all experience. It's all, you know, you, you learn from it all the time. You learn from your clients. You make mistakes. You know, I've made mistakes with clients, mm -hmm. you know, done things that, you know, I probably could have done things better, um, you know, done things quicker. Uh, you know, there's, there's always things that you make mistakes on and you just learn. So if I made a mistake with one client, I know I'm not going to make the same mistake with the next clients that come along you know right. the way with that similar problem so so I try and learn from that and you know and, and correct correct the way I do things mm -hmm. or and try not to make the same mistakes so right all right well Isn't that it? I think that's it
All right. Very good. Well, thank you very much for letting me interview. You're welcome. That was good. <laughs>